Hello everyone, this is Alexandra Perry and you are listening to Investing After Hours, a Wealth Daily podcast. Today we are going to walk you through how to buy gold, both online and with your local dealer. Um, to walk us through the process, we brought on Luke Burgess, our resident gold expert. How are you, Luke? I'm doing great. Thanks for having me. I think the best place to start on this is to have you explain that you just made a recent gold purchase. Um, I think it's five coins, and you actually got them from a local dealer that you've known for a while. But would you mind telling us about each of the coins? Not like deep in depth, but you know why they appeal to you. Uh, sure. Well, this is just a, a very small purchase. Um, I just swung into the local or to my local uh, bullion dealer just to see um, what he had for sale. Oftentimes, dealer will have you know uh, uh, some gold or silver that somebody had just brought in and that he'd be willing to sell for a little bit higher, you know, to make immediate money. So this was a handful of one-tenth ounce gold coins. There was an American Gold Eagle in there, uh, Canadian Maple Leaf, uh, Cougarand, uh, Kangaroo, and a Philharmonic, and maybe some other ones. I I can't remember exactly. But these were one-tenth ounce coins. And uh, the reason that I were looking, was looking for these specifically is because that these smaller coins are a lot more liquid uh, than the larger coins. There's a much better chance that someone's going to uh, spend $150 on gold coin rather than $1,400. So dealers like them, um, they're more liquid, easier for dealers to sell. I think that it's important for novice investors to know that there are dealers in their area that they can find probably by searching the web. But would you suggest they go to dealers or to online websites? Um, Well, I would actually recommend that everyone visit their local dealer just to talk with them. Um, You may be able to get a better deal from a brick and mortar store, but nine out of 10 times you're going to get a better deal from an online bullion dealer. Um, and that's just simply because they don't have uh, overhead like rent to, to pay. So I think the best place to go is always really online for the best deal. But still, check out your local bullion dealer because, like I said, they will have deals you know on the spot. So why don't we talk about the online buying? And what I would like to know is if I'm going online, what are the five sites that you would recommend to buy from, as well as you know, the estimated arrival times. I was thinking one of the benefits that you get from going to a dealer in your local area is that you're looking at getting it in your hand that day, which in itself is worth money. But, you know, if you are ordering from an online site, is the price locked in and how long until it's in your mailbox? Sure. So um, you're going to pay immediately. Uh, So your price is is going to be locked in. Um, And typically shipping is only a few days. It really depends on the dealer. Some dealers are slower with shipping than others. Um, and they are insured. Um, a lot of the times it's sent through uh, priority mail, which is insured up to, I don't know, $5,000. And do they insure it for you or do you pay for it when you... Well, through priority mail, the U.S. Post Office, it's it. automatically insured. Okay. The best place to go to compare the, the prices on dealers is uh, simply comparegoldprices.com. Uh, and they'll have a list of a bunch of dealers and a bunch of uh, products you can search for whatever suits you, I guess. Okay, so can you search for certain coins across all of them? So say you wanted um, one of the coins that you purchased, you were looking for that specifically. Can you just go in and plug in that coin to all the different top sites and they'll turn up the prices and then you can buy based on? Unfortunately, it's not that 
exact <laughs> just yet. They they have a list of the major coins, um, like some of that I mentioned, the American Gold Eagle. Uh, they have uh, comparable. They they compare prices for uh, Canadian Maple Leafs and some private mint stuff. Um, but actually, I find that the absolute best place to buy gold and silver actually is on eBay. Um, uh, now, a lot of the major online dealers, such as Atmex, Jambolion, they have eBay accounts, and you could either buy uh, through eBay or, or through their website. Um, and oftentimes, it's actually cheaper to buy gold from Atmex's eBay account than it is from their website. I don't. I don't have an explanation as to it, why. Are people trying to just get rid of the gold quickly? Like, are these people that are liquidating gold for, like, they need the money? I think that Atmex sees it as e- eBay already has the infrastructure set up for them. They don't have to pay uh, internally to keep their uh, website going. Yeah. Um, so it's it is cheaper for Atmex and other dealers to sell on eBay since the infrastructure is already there. That makes the customer sense. is already there. The customers come to, they don't have to, um, Atmex doesn't have to bring customers to their website. The customers go to eBay's website. I've seen that on um, other major like retailers use eBay as well. Like you can find dress stores that'll sell their surplus on eBay because they know it's where people are going to find right. and, and, surplus items. Yeah. And if you're, if you're going to buy uh, gold and silver on, uh, from eBay, it is important that you do buy from a major dealer. Um, and not a, a private seller because if you're buying from a private seller, you don't know what you're getting. If you're buying from a major dealer, uh, th- there's li- very little chance that you're you're not going to buy uh, something fake. Mm-hmm. You know. Well, is that information? So when you go on eBay, have you bought on eBay before? Oh, sh- yeah, absolutely. M- multiple times. Probably. All the time. <laughs> so when you go on eBay, is there a way you check to make sure? Like, are there red flags that it could be a scam? Um, <clears throat> so, like I said, I, I just I buy from the major uh, dealers that um, that have eBay listings, uh, and you're really not going to run into any uh, problems really buying through them. My question is, when you're looking at eBay, I think it's very easy when you're on the web to fake being reputable. So that is one of the concerns I have when I look at buying gold. Even even I've been thinking about Bitcoin a lot because Bitcoin's soaring right now, but there are tons of Bitcoin scams and it's very easy to present yourself as a valid company to novice investors. So like I didn't know if you have red flags that you see in in gold sites or in even on eBay sellers that kind of are like, no, that's definitely not a, a valid seller, or if they just have the certified seller authentication from eBay. Well, I think that there are so many legitimate dealers. Um, there's really no reason to buy from an unknown yeah. seller. I think is it's just not worth it. Yeah, you're going to get that gold coin, and you're going to scrape it, and it's going to be a quarter. Yeah, or it's, <laughs> or worse. Or worse. <laughs> what would be worth twenty five cents? It would be, <laughs> be something that came out of one of those twenty five cent machines. Yeah, you might eat chocolate. <laughs> you might get chocolate. So. I guess there's a lot of benefits to buying online in regards to you have a locked in price. So what your so if gold is about to go up and you buy online, the price that you're getting that gold at when it arrives at your inbox is what you paid sure, at I mean, that moment you, you, online. Sure, you've already paid for it. I mean it would be like, you know, buying any other product that would, you know, go up yeah. the price. But the one disadvantage is probably the timeliness because you do have to wait for it to arrive. And um, You do. Um, <clears throat> and it usually takes a few days for the gold to get there. Uh, but it, honestly it 
that's really not um, it's always not it's not a big deal you know uh, yeah. a lot of the times I'm buying gold every single week so even though like I may get a, some gold in the mail I'm still I'm buying some more that same day yeah so it's sort of like a continuous flow of of gold that's coming into my house <laughs> well I think it's interesting because we're talking about gold I know in the last talk podcast we talked about gold as an insurance or as a kind of investment so you have insurance and investment you have people that are buying gold to add to their long-term wealth and build it um, secure it and then you have people that are buying it as an insurance or a hedge against disasters so the only time I could see like having a relationship with your local dealer being very significant is if you suddenly you need gold or you need to liquidate gold then you need to know who to go to in your local community to do so because you can't you know you're gonna wait two or three days in the in a disaster crisis you might not feel like you have that time absolutely and you make a really good point another reason to visit your local dealer is to get to know the person you're going to sell your your gold to when it comes time to divest um, online dealers will buy your gold and silver back uh, but you have to ship it you know yeah. and that's that's a pain uh, and you have to pay for the insurance. Um, if you walk in, if you go, if you go to a, a brick and mortar store, you could take thousands of dollars of gold and silver, and you could walk out with cash. Last week, I walked out with two thousand dollars cash um, from a bullion dealer. I didn't think I, that he was going to be able to. Usually, usually they give you a check, but I just asked, "Can you give me cash?" He's like, "Sure, I get a stack of 20s. Nice. So it's it's a good it's a. The ability to liquidate if quickly, your assets quickly, you need to know your local dealer. And um, I think one of the important things that I had questions about when I'm thinking about local dealers is that you're interacting with people now that have businesses and that are making a profit directly off of what they're selling you. So like with these big online companies, you have a huge, they have a huge store of gold and they are selling to a very wide market. So your local dealer might try to trick you into buying things that might not necessarily have as much value as he says they do. Um, and a specific example, I was reading about historical coins and how certain local dealers will mark up historical coins because of perceived value, but that's not true, is it? It's No, but it is actually true. Now, it, all dealers mark up uh, historical coins based on their collectible value. Yeah. Um, and that is, that is something you're going to run into with a... Uh, a brick-and-mortar retailer, but you're also going to run into it with an online dealer if you give them a call. If you call any one of these bullion dealers, the first thing they're going to say is, you know, well, the first thing they're going to say is, thank you for calling. Uh, what are you looking for? Oh, but can I interest you in this? Yeah. Which is typically going to be, if you if you bought some gold, they're going to try to upsell you on a numismatic or a collectible gold coin. If you bought silver, they're going to try to upsell you on a collectible silver coin. Um, and I highly recommend that investors stay away from all collectible coins at any cost. By buying collectible coins, <clears throat> you're, you're speculating on both the gold market as well as the collectible market. So both of those things need to come together for you to make any money. Yeah. It's true that some collectible coins you know, have grown in value over the years. Uh, but it's, it's almost similar to art. Um, who knows in the future what style of art is going to be popular? I think the point you just made about art was very valid because I also think that in a emergency, art has no value. Sure, <laughs> absolutely. But nobody's going to say, "Oh, my house is on fire. I'm going to save my two thousand dollar piece of art over my child." Yeah, in in an emergency, gold has no value. 
I mean, it depends on the emergency. <laughs> if if uh, the emergency is you fell into the ocean, well, gold is actually, it's not going to help you at all. It's going to hurt you. Let's talk about a currency emergency. So an emergency where you need to, you know, sell things fast to get money for something. So even if it's like in a currency emergency in your own home where it's like suddenly you have to pay for a bill, a huge bill, let's say. But then you go and you bought this collectible coin and, you know, maybe, the, I don't know what the average markup would be on those coins, but you're getting probably less when you're selling it back because... Absolutely. Absolutely. So you can pay twice as much or more um, for a collectible coin than the value contained in the metal. Um, and then when you go to sell it, they're only going to buy it back from you for the value of the metal. Yeah. Because they're like, well, you know, that's why we sell it at the marked up price is right. they're making money on that. I imagine they don't make a very wide margin of profit off of just normal coins. No, they don't. Uh, you mean for bullion? Yeah. The markup, yeah, the uh, markup is probably 1%. They, it's almost a lost leader for the uh, bullion dealers. The place where they make their money are the collectible coins. Mm-hmm. Um, Think about, especially in the, the new collectible coins, think about like the, a, a quarter comes off uh, out of the mint. It's worth 25 cents until somebody looks at it and says, oh, this is a very high-grade quarter and it does, it's got a good look to it and I'm going to give this it, its grade and now it's worth $25. So they take a 25-cent coin, turn it into $25. Um, that's a hell of a markup. That is- that's really where they... Uh, where they make their money. Even something um, like this, and I know your listeners can't um, see it, but you put a picture of it. Um, this is just a, it's, it's a, a $1 silver uh, Morgan. I just use this as like a, a fidget thing. How much is that worth? Well, so in, in silver, it's probably worth about 12 bucks. But if you were to go to the buy at the store, now this one has a hole in it, and I just keep this, It's this is like, below the worst grade there is because it has a hole in it. Um, I would think that if you were to buy this at the store today, it would be $17, even though it has $12 worth of silver in it. Now, if I were to go to the store and sell this, they would give me 12 bucks. Yeah. They're not going to give me the $17 that I would have to pay for this. So when you go and you buy coins from a dealer, is there a way that you can inspect them? Just like little things that you should look out for? I don't think every dealer out there is out. Like, I don't want to create the false idea that every dealer is out there to scam you. But I think that if you're a novice gold investor, like I know I personally would walk into a gold dealership and take him on his word for everything because I've never been able to talk how to identify coins or look at something for value in the way that you do. So are there like clear things that you look for to make sure that... Well, again, I steer clear of any dealer that I, I don't know. I steer clear of any unknown dealer. Um... And no, I, I actually, I, I take their word for it too. Yeah, you trust. I, I, I have a lot of trust. I mean, um, but, but like, just imagine if if a company like Atmax or Jamboyan were to sell somebody a fake gold coin, how much that would really hurt their business. I mean, that's all that they do is sell bullion. If they're yeah. selling fake, they're going to go out of their way to make sure everything that they sell is legit. And there are ways that they check. Um, what they do is they weigh the coins. Um, sometimes if they get a bunch of coins at one time, they'll do an acid test on one, you know, to make sure that the whole roll isn't uh, fake. Um, there's also uh, mass spectrometers. Does an acid spec- test demean its value? It does. That's why they would okay, only do one. The one. There's also mass spectrometers that they could use, to, you know, to see inside of the metal. 
Um, so yeah, I, I think that they take precautions to make sure that they're going to sell you a legitimate product. It would be like Ford selling you a car with you know three tires. And the dealers probably do the same because they, they're catering to an even smaller community. Like I yeah. could, I imagine. So I imagine the goal. At least my experience with the cryptocurrency community, um, they're very tightly knit. Um, they have Reddit forums, they communicate with each other, they follow each other on Twitter. Like You're seeing a community where word would spread quickly. I imagine in a local environment, like do you know other gold investors in this environment, like in this city even, that would go to the same dealer? So like if bad word spread about being sold a false product, they would all flee. Absolutely, absolutely. In um, Baltimore, there are maybe three major dealers, three that I would consider major dealers. Um, so if, if one of them, uh, does something terrible, like start selling fake gold coins, everyone's going to know about that yeah. very soon, everyone in the community. Um, but yeah, I, 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 don't, I also don't want to present the idea that uh, bullion dealers are shady. I, I don't think that they are. Yeah, I think and, it's uh, just like dissuading that fear is a big part of getting the novice gold investor into buying. Yeah, and, and when you talk about fake uh, gold coins, it, there are different <laughs> all gold coins are not created equally and the majority of the quote-unquote fake gold coins are going to be the collectible mm -hmm. they're going to be um, a, a collectible gold coin that has that, that has a special mint mark that the, someone has added that mint mark to increase the value they're not going to be your standard American gold eagles no one's going to go out of their way to uh, mint uh, a really believable fake of a 10th ounce American Gold Eagle. It's worth 150 bucks. They're going to go try to fake a $20,000, you know, newismatic gold coin. Yeah. Um, and I just say stay away from those altogether. So, so you're kind of avoiding the scam yeah, itself. Yeah, yeah. Um, but there, there's also other ways that uh, investors get, I don't want to say f scammed, but they, I, I, they get fleeced. And it's not, um, it's it's not illegal, but what's happening or what happens is somebody will take a, uh, a gold coin and they'll send it into a third party grader. The grader will grade this coin and just by, based on the grader's opinion, the value of that gold coin can skyrocket. Uh, so th this is not, this is a completely legitimate uh, part of the market, but it's I, I believe uh, only for collectors. This is not for investors. Um, I think coin collecting is similar to art collecting. Yeah. It's, uh, you're, you're buying a, a coin based on its beauty or its historic importance or its rarity, not so much for the value of the uh, metal contained. Okay. So I guess my last question, I think it's a question that goes back to both the online world of gold buying and the online world of silver buying and then the outside, like real dealership world of buying. Um, what can people expect when it comes to taxes on these things? Like, is there a benefit from buying from your local dealer when it comes to taxes? Um, actually, so taxes and bullion is, are, is very complicated. Every state has a different tax law. Um, there are a lot of states where uh, bullion is not taxed whatsoever, but um, in so in our home state of Maryland, for example, uh, bullion is taxed if you purchase under a thousand dollars. So it's it, it's actually cheaper to buy a thousand and ten dollars worth of gold than it is nine hundred and eighty. Um, 
but I think it's always better to uh, buy online in terms of taxes because there's rarely a tax on something you buy online unless you live in the same state that the company is incorporated in, mm-hmm. um, which actually does happen with uh, one of the dealers that I, I don't buy from because uh, Gold, Gold Eagle Coins I don't buy from because the, they're a Maryland dealership and I'd have to pay the taxes. That's a pretty big taxes too if you're buying like... Six percent, sure. Yeah. Six uh, percent in Maryland is a standard sales tax. Um, uh, other things to consider is any profit that you make uh, or loss from buying and selling bullion is reportable income um, and needs to be reported to the IRS. But that's up to <laughs> the individual to do so. Luke, thank you so much for coming on and talking us through your buying experience. Um, I will hyperlink to all the sites mentioned below. Um, If you have any other questions, feel free to reach out, send me a message. We are happy to record podcasts that people request. If you have any questions for Luke, I can pass them along. Have a good night, everyone.